Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Holly Morphew. Holly, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Yes, let's let's do this. Holly is an AFC. She is the founder and CEO of Financial Impact, and she is the author of Simple Wealth. I'm excited to have you on. Holly, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, thank you so much, George. I'm so excited to be here talking about money and personal finances and wealth and abundance. This is my favorite topic. And, um, you know, I wrote the book Simple Wealth because money is really, really simple. And, you know, a little bit about me. I started on my wealth building journey when I was only 20 years old. And, I was diagnosed with a chronic illness. I was labeled handicapped. I went through a few years where I couldn't even walk. And, um, and, and all of that sounds pretty terrible, but the other thing that came with it is I had to take medication that my health insurance didn't cover. So I ended up when I finally was ready to face my finances, I had $67,000 in credit card debt. Mm. And, you know, at the time I was working 70 hours a week, you know, my health kind of went up and down. And I will say that today I'm totally healthy, which is, it feels like a miracle and a blessing. And I've done a lot of work, you know, to, to become healthy. And I feel like, you know, facing a health crisis at such a young age also opened my eyes to facing other things. And so... That day when I finally stopped doing mental accounting and actually wrote down the balances on my credit cards, I called my financial advisor and I said, I think I'm in trouble. You know, what can I do to get out of this mess? And he, he asked me how much more money I wanted to invest each month. And, you know, I didn't have any money. I was trying to create more money in my life. And so that was like my light bulb moment. That was when I thought, okay, there has to be another way. And so I just committed to learning as much as I could about how to create wealth and eliminate debt and, you know, learning about the principles of prosperity because I... (laughs) While I love to work and we all have to work and support ourselves, to me, life is for living. You know, like when I get out of the bed every morning, I think about what I want to do during my day and what's important to me. And so I always now I think past the money and I think toward the life that I'm trying to create for myself. So, you know, with all of those things in mind, I just, I created a little system for myself. And three years later, I was totally debt free. I became financially independent in my thirties. And, um, and now I'm just devoted to helping other people create personal wealth and financial independence. Awesome. What a great story. Are, are you grateful for the, for the health problem? That's such a good question, George. And yes, I am. In fact, I, I, 
I went to a lot of, let's just call them healers. You know, I live in Boulder, Colorado, and (laughs) (laughs) so we can, maybe I can just leave it there and you know what I'm saying, but, um, you know, I was, I I was on a lot of medications. Like I did all the things that I was told to do. You know, I just listened to my doctors and, um, really it, it, it all made me feel worse. And I just didn't know that there was another way. It was kind of like talking to my financial advisor. Like I didn't know that there was another way. I just did what I was told to do because I was a good kid. And, um, and I had this healer who he did acupressure and uh, not acupuncture, but he would put these, um, like, I don't know, let's call them electrodes or something on my head and on my wrists and my, and my ankles, and he would kind of like measure, I don't know, the energy in my body. And this is so many years ago, but I remember, and I was only, I think, maybe 23 or 24 at the time, and he said, Holly, your disease is a gift. And I was so mad. I was like, <laughs> how can you say that to me? There is nothing good about this. But now looking back, I get it because um, really taking stock of, you know, what makes me feel good and how much sleep I need and how important it is to have good relationships and how important it is to just like open my eyes and be aware. It was powerful. And I really believe that that journey to health is also, um, the reason that, you know, not only I'm financially independent today, but I'm really happy, you know, because I do have my health. And I just learned, I think I learned a lesson at such a young age um, that a lot of people don't learn until they're older. Like I lost my health at a young age, so I had to do things that a lot of people my age weren't doing. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm very thankful, very thankful. Yeah, it's when, when, when you're 20 normally, you just feel like you're bulletproof and absolutely invincible and that feeling goes with it potentially for the rest of somebody's life, but at least through their 20s and and probably into their 30s. And that's oftentimes when people sort of wake up, they say, oh my gosh, I I, I need to get my act together versus having it thrust upon you and going through the experience of, you know, anytime we're sick, that's like the only time that we only want one thing, right? We just want to be better. We, we, We don't want to feel crappy anymore. So, I mean, what a, what a wonderful perspective builder. So, so learning how to create wealth, learning the principles of prosperity, money is really simple. Tell me tell me more about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I had such massive debt, you know, I mean, when you're looking at $67,000 of high interest rate debt, it's scary. Yeah. And when the person that you rely on to help you, my financial advisor doesn't really have good advice, um it definitely created a little bit of panic. Mm-hmm. And so I just, you know, I, I did, I started researching entrepreneurship and, you know, how to get out of debt fast and, you know, what's the highest and best use of my present dollars. And so I quickly learned that eliminating my debt was the most important thing I could do to, like for me, it was always about creating freedom and choices in my life. And that meant becoming financially independent, which is the point when the, income that we receive from sources other than a job can pay for our expenses. And so what I did is I just looked at the money that was coming in and the money that was going out and then that difference. I call it your impact factor. And I swear, like if every single person in the world 
just did this every 30 days. Like, how much money do I have coming in? How much money do I have going out? And they put that extra little bit of money to its highest and best use, then everybody would be wealthy. And so I just, I really committed myself to, um, you know, setting up automatic payments to my highest interest rate credit cards, you know, eliminating them one at a time. And, um, and then at the same time, I just became really conscious of, of my spending. You know, I realized, oh, I'm an impulsive spender. <laughs> you know, like if I saw something that I liked at the mall, for example, this is back when people went to the mall, <laughs> um, I had to buy it. Like I could not say no. There was no, um, there was no barrier for me. It was just like, get out the credit card and swipe because I had a lot of credit. Thank God I had a lot of credit. In fact, the reason I had a lot of credit is because I come from a family of entrepreneurs and real estate investors. And so we talked about money at the dinner table. And so when I had to pay, my medication was $5,000 a month. And, you know, I was 20, two years old at the time. I had just graduated from college and, um, you know, I just remember handing my credit card over to the, the cashier at a pharmacy one night and, and she said, you know, honey, this medication isn't covered by your health insurance. And I just felt a tear, you know, <laughs> kind of come down my cheek. And I was like, yeah, I know, but it's my life. And like, I knew I had like this glimmer that, you know, my life was more important than my money. And so, um, so I just, I kept that with me, you know, throughout my life that like the reason for doing all of this is to create the kind of life that I want to live. And so when it came to spending, I started to see like what I was getting from the things that I was buying. And in the world that we live in, you know, we do live in a consumer driven global economy and most of the information that we get on the news on the radio out out there in the world it's it's steering us towards saying yes to something and so and and we're really good at it i mean billions of dollars go into advertising every year to get people to say yes and we know how to train the brain and so once i became conscious of that and i created a personal life vision for myself like this is where I want to go. How am I going to get there? And security was always so important to me. Like I knew that I wasn't always going to be able to work full time. You know, like there were going to be days when I was sick and couldn't get out of bed. So I had to accept that and find ways to work around that. And for me, having money in the bank meant safety. And so when I stopped, you know, when I discovered, oh, I'm spending $1,500 a month on food and $1,000 a month on stuff that I really don't need, and then I started to redirect those dollars to eliminating debt and building savings, that was really exciting. And life started to kind of shift and change then. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about it. I, I, I think that that's, that's awesome to be mindful enough to, to, to start recognizing that I'm, I'm really impulsively buying this stuff and this stuff is not serving me. It's not of value and it's keeping me from, from, from doing some of the things that I really want to do, or maybe even all the things that I really want to do so much good stuff. I, I, I love the impact factor, just recognizing here's how much money I have coming in. Here's how much money I have going out. And if you're listening and you don't have an impact factor, that's <laughs> yeah. obviously a first problem, but then to put the money to its highest and best use is awesome. 
I wanted to circle back on you. You said that you stopped doing mental accounting and actually wrote down your balances. And that sounds like it was a powerful sort of moment for you. And then you talked about having a personal life vision. And I imagine that those things are sort of related. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. You know, um, I think that we, we just get so bombarded in life. Like it is very hard to be human. Mm. And I think that this is kind of the great lie that we're telling children that, you know, you're going to grow up and you're going to live this life. And, you know, the purpose of school is to get a job and then you get married and you buy a house. And it's just like, it's false because we can live whatever life we choose to live. There's so much opportunity and money is infinite and abundance is our natural state. We just have to get out of the way. Hmm. And so I think when we're able to sort of filter out the noise, all of the noise in the world that's telling us what to do and what to be afraid of and where to go and who to believe and who to look up to and we start to look inward, you know, we start to really tap into to, you know, that like the magic to me is when, because in my past life, you know, when I was in my twenties, when I was working 70 hours a week, I just wanted to achieve. I just wanted to be successful. I just wanted to validate to myself that like the good grades and the hard work were worth it, you know? And then I got to the point where I was like, I've got the house, I've got the car, I've got the marriage, I've got the dog. I've got the, all the things, but like, where's the happiness and (laughs) like, and where, like, when is the end? When is it going to be enough? Mm. And so creating like really what happened for me, like the big shift was in 2012, I was invited to this spiritual retreat. Okay. And I was not a spirituality going to a spiritual retreat, like it kind of turned me off. I wasn't interested. But the person who invited me, I really respected. And I I kind of wanted to emulate him. I mean, he was the president of a mortgage lenders association and turned, you know, professional speaker and coach. And I was like, cool, you know, I want that career. And um, and so I went and um, and one of the exercises that we did was to create a personal life vision. Mm -hmm. And, and what that is, is, uh, it's a vision for the kind of life that you really want to live. And when I started to tune out all this stuff and like the achievement and the success that I was striving so hard for and imagine what brings me joy and what truly makes me happy. It was like, "Ah, I love animals. I love nature. I love spending time with my family you know, I want to, I want to travel. I want to have great conversations, like all of these things that I, that like make me feel so good that we're missing from my life. So, and this is like the great takeaway for, for building personal wealth is when we start to do the things that bring us joy, it creates the, it's like the law of attraction It's like the abundance is already there and we do one thing that makes us feel good, which opens us up to even more joy and the money, it always just follows. Now that doesn't mean that we don't have to do the work. Like I always say money, you know, building wealth is 20% strategy and 80% psychological. So, but you can start right now. 
Like you can start if you love um, to spend time with your kids or maybe you love to drive fast cars or, you know, you love to spend time in nature. If you want to create wealth and abundance in your life, then start doing those things because that will create the space in your heart and the, the, the quiet in your mind so that you can really focus on how you want to use your dollars and, you know, how you want to perform at work. You know, maybe you want to get a promotion or maybe you want to start a side hustle. Maybe you want to work for yourself. I don't know. But like, but you can, like you can create whatever kind of life that you want to create if you're tuning into yourself as opposed to listening to what everyone else is saying you should do or could do. So that was like the big shift for me. Yeah, what a powerful thing. Just need to get out of money's way. Get out of a get out of the way of abundance because oftentimes it wants to come through but we're just we're just blocking it. <laughs> Step yeah. out of the way, it's George. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, and uh, I mean it's I I I think that Do you think that people have to have some kind of a have have their own moment to have that click because they can sit here and listen to you and I talk about it, but to really have it sink in, how do you how do you really jam that into somebody's head so it actually takes? Yeah, I mean, if for those who are listening right now, just know that you are on your own path, and we are all in a different place on this path, and wherever you are is totally okay. Tim. You know, just give yourself some grace and, you know, forgive yourself for past money mistakes. I mean, we don't teach this stuff in school and, um, no one tells you how to create personal wealth when you get your first paycheck. So, so, you know, let go of, there's a lot of shame, you know, when it comes to money. And I would say that, yeah, you're going to have your moment where it clicks and, and the trials that we go through, like if you're in a deep, dark space like I was, um, just keep getting up. Like just keep getting back in the game. Just keep showing up for yourself and you will reach whatever it is that you're trying to reach. Don't, don't give up hope because as I said, it is hard to be human. And I think once we know that, like for me, um, yes, I'm financially independent and yes, generally I'm a very happy person, but that does not mean that I don't have struggles and it doesn't mean that I don't have conflict in my life. And I'm at a point now where I ask myself, what can I learn from this? And I come from a place of curiosity as opposed to like, I used to think, oh, this stuff is all happening to me, but no. It's all happening for me, and even if it is uncomfortable, if even if it isn't what I thought I wanted, I do believe that there is a greater force out there that really wants us to have the kind of life that we really want to have, and it's really just up to us to define it and then to allow it and then to just laser beam focus, horse race horse blinders, going toward that, you know, you might want to live on a beach in a tent <laughs> yeah. and that is perfectly okay. But society doesn't say so. Society says we have to work 40 hours a week and we have to 
build our retirement fund and, you know, our one year salary in the bank by the time we're 30 and three years salary by the time we're 40. And that's just like, it's untrue. It's an old paradigm. And, you know, there's money out there to be earned and created. And, um, and I really believe that if you lead with your, your purpose and you have a genuine desire to add value to other people's lives, then that value will come back into your life tenfold. Amen. Well, we've already been talking about it, Holly, but Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is my difference-making tip. Every day, you are either building wealth or you're not. It doesn't matter how much money you make. What matters is how much you keep and what you do with it. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Holly, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Oh, thanks, George. Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Holly Morph is my handle, at Holly Morph. And uh, you can find me on my website, financialimpact.com. Awesome. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Holly your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. You can find Holly on Instagram at Holly Morph. And give us the website again, financialimpact.com. You got it. It's a great website right there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's all make an impact in our lives and others, right? I love it. Well, thanks again, Holly. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.